Molweni and welcome to Conversations with Langosi. As you all know, my intentions are nothing but to filter out the rhetoric and the propaganda so that we children of the soil can form opinions based on logic and reason. Mine is to inform, educate and entertain. According to Ethiopia's 14th century royal epic, Makeda was one of the great African queens. It is believed that she survived a battle with the serpent king Arwe, who was troubling the northern Ethiopian kingdoms of Aksum. After emerging the victor of the battle, she became the queen of Aksum. In 960 before Christ, the nation that is now called Ethiopia came back upon the center of the stage of history. Ethiopia was then represented by a queen who in some books is referred to as Makeda. She is better known to the world as the Queen of Sheba. In his book, World's Great Men of Color, J.A. Rogers gives this description out of the mists of 3,000 years emerges this beautiful story of a black queen who, attracted by the fame of a Judean monarch, made a long journey to see him. Makeda, according to lore and legend, is the mysterious and majestic queen of Sheba and the beloved of King Solomon of Judea. However, according to the Old Testament, she is portrayed as a chaste and unnamed queen of the land of Sheba, heard of the great wisdom of King Solomon of Israel, and she journeyed there with gifts of spices, gold, precious stones, and beautiful wood to test him with questions as recorded in the book of 1 Kings chapter 10, verse 1 to 13. It is related further that the queen was awed by Solomon's great wisdom and wealth and pronounced a blessing on Solomon's deity. Solomon reciprocated with gifts and everything she desired. Whereupon the queen returned to her country, Makeda was apparently quite rich. However, as she brought 4.5 tons of gold with her to give to Solomon, as stated in the book of 1 Kings chapter 10 verse 10. There is no hint of love or sexual attraction between Solomon and the Queen of Sheba. The two are depicted merely as fellow monarchs engaged in the affairs of state. Note that the Songs of Solomon, the shortest book in the Bible with only 117 verses, are among the most beautiful odes to love between a man and a woman ever written. Makeda's name is never mentioned though. Hey, hey, hey. Together, they had a son, Menelik I, who would then become the first emperor of Ethiopia. Based on a text, the Kebranagast, a royal chronicle compiled in Abyssinia in the 14th century, this ancestry re-established the Solomonic line. In 1270, with Emperor Yakuno's declaration to be the lineal descent, Menelik, all succeeding Ethiopian rulers confirmed they have full filial and ruling rights by birth to Yakuno Amlak and by that means to King Solomon and Queen Makeda. 
in many versions of the Old Testament and in subsequent art, Queen Makeda <laughs> this was whitewashed. This phenomenal woman was a beautiful, powerful black woman who converted to Judaism out of love and traditional Western culture, shy away from this reality. It is also believed that one of the ten lost tribes of Israel are the Falashas, a group of Ethiopian Jews who live today as in biblical times. Big ups to perfumer Shelley Weddington, who is the first to name a fragrance after Her Royal Highness Makeda. The perfume is said to magically evoke the love between King Solomon and Queen Makeda. The fragrance is hand-blended, as in the days of old Makeda's heart of jasmine sambac, base of old and cedarwood. Clearly, this evokes the passion, sexuality and royalty of its noble namesake. For more information on this remarkable woman, kindly visit the following websites www.kafliarabon.com and www.africa.com Thank you for lending an ear. I trust you found this insightful and rather interesting, Betuna. Please do subscribe, like, and leave a review.